Hey there, earbuds. I want to let you know about Cloud5 CBD. It's a lifestyle brand owned and curated by Nelly, three-time Grammy winner and recently seen on Dancing with the Stars. Personally, I just started my new journey using CBD products, and I have to say Cloud5 is where it's at. I recently fell in love with their OT Crossflower as well as their CBD e-liquids. By the way, it contains no nicotine, no THC, no MCT or vitamin E oil. Get your product now using my special code K5Sapphire. That's K-5-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E for 10% off at cloud5.store. That's K-L-O-U-D 5.store. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet... Get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And y'all, we got a show for you tonight, okay? I met this couple. Um, actually, I should just say for what it was. I creeped on this couple. <laughs> <laughs> On an Instagram live, shout out to my girl Sex with Baddies, Celine. She's been on a show on an episode of the show last year. And now I'm just snatching up some of these guests. Every time she brings somebody, I'm like, oh, I like them. I need to bring them to earplay. So I want to introduce all the sexy motherfuckers out there with Blaine and Lotus. They are a Kingster polyamorous couple. We got Doms in the house and we also have Mr. Suit and Tie himself, Mr. Benjamin A. Riviere. So it's just, it's a kinky night. It's a kinky show tonight. <laughs> on a Sunday. Right? On, a, right. <laughs> on the Lord's Day. We're going to have people on their knees praying to God. Isn't this the first Sunday of Lent? No. Oh, shit, it is. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that, you know what? That just makes it 10 times hotter. We just sitting, just sitting. It does. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we, we don't live with shame. We we abolish shame. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes. And I see we're like matching with our head wraps today. I'm just loving the vibes, you guys. Already yes, loving the vibes. I was feeling you. I felt you. Yes. Yes. I felt a little drink. You yes. know, just. <laughs> We're just getting into it. We're just getting it's comfortable. Vibe. Yes, I love it. But I almost looked like Yasmin. I wanted to put on my, my comfy sweatshirt. Yeah. The comfy cute. So that's my, my swag. Usually, I will say this. Yas and I usually do not like do on camera. So we're giving the earbuds a little bit something special tonight. Because people are like, we want to yeah. see y'all during your recording process. I'm like, all right. You might see an eye roll. You might see some weird glances but that's not no shame to the guests you know this is just what we're giving you real just straight audio just real real stuff because i don't know there's some podcast shows that just put on the airs i'm like no no we're just gonna get comfortable we're gonna get comfortable tonight (laughs) but i definitely i definitely want to get into this because i feel like especially with coronavirus quarantine just everything. I feel like people are now starting to get a little bit more in touch with their kinky side. Like people are now trying to like experiment more. And then on top of that, now I know you and Lotus are both actively on Clubhouse, right? Yes. 
I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I am a little bit sick and tired of all these people who can't get the word polyamorous correct. Can't. Oh my goodness, I thought it was just me. <laughs> no. This guy was like, so how long have you been polygynous? I said, sir, <laughs> sir, you listen to me talk on Clubhouse for an hour. An hour. I never used that. I never said it. It makes no so sense. You have two husbands. <laughs> no. Because you're poly migrants? No, I'm not. Ooh, where are we going? I'm a poly migrant. I can't. I can't. It's like, I feel like we have to like give people a kink dictionary before we step yeah. into these clubhouse rooms because between you know thinking that polyamorous is also being polygamous then you got people oh, yeah. that are just fucking up the bdsm game like oh completely they find out my boyfriend's white and he's my dom and they're like oh so you just let him beat your ass like that i'm like um like what <laughs> like actually we cuddle right <laughs> it's very sensual we do none of the and it's funny because we have the same conversations too. Yeah. You know, I'm a service sub. So they're like, so he uses you as furniture. I'm like, no, that was literally one of the first things I said. I don't want to be a chair. I don't want to be a table. Oh and I don't want you to put your ashes out on my back. I know that's not what you do, but I also just need to leave with that because that's the expectation. <laughs> but that's what they think. They think we get tied up to trees and just left for days. And then your dom checks in and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> All right, well, good girl. Oh my God. <laughs> That's abuse. That's not. Yes. No, Thank you. No, that's just negligence. And that's just <laughs> wrong. I'm like, no I, snacks. I would. <laughs> you know what? I would just wish. I wish a motherfucker would leave me because he knows if he were to ever just like go outside. Why are you giving me the side eye? I'm waiting. To see what you're gonna say. <laughs> Here we go. It's our first one. I'm waiting to hear what you're going to say. You're waiting to okay. Cause he knows with my family, and Yaz has met some of my family. I got Italians, I got black folk, I got Latina folk. They'd be on that ass to be like, on you it. did what to her? Oh no. Outside of whatever you have. Oh no. Oh no. Oh right. no. I was threatened no. so many times before we started dating even. <laughs> I like showed up to a family event and just was descended upon. I was like, I don't, who, I don't, I've never met any of you people. They fly in. You're like, why do you, how do you know my name? What? <laughs> they already know you. Already gave they him already the third degree. Everything. But now They're they just adore you him. Questions they already know the answer to to see if you're lying. You're like, that is not where you went to high school. <laughs> It, it's so it's so bad but now they love him i think my grandmother secretly like wants a bit of him because she's talked about secretly. his ass okay publicly <laughs> has like said oh he has a nice curvature of his backside i'm like nana <laughs> you need it i was like nana you need to back off my man you don't need to look at right. my my man's curvature of nothing curvature. she said curvature curvature <laughs> That, that thing poking out. <laughs> I just could not. I just could not. Yes. What what kind of stereotypes or like when people you know would watch your work back in the day? Like what were they like when guys would get with you off the bat and you would you maybe like tell them the type of kink that you were into? Yes. 
started like not too many women of color got in, was were into BDSM. Like I started doing this back in two thousand nine. Uh huh. Wow. Fresh and you know there was only like Skin Diamond, Ivani Soleil that were doing these type of scenes at Kink.com. So when I was doing it, I did have a, like a little period in my life where I felt like I was doing something bad because I was bad side of BDSM, like the torture and all that. So I'm like, what am I doing? But then after a while, I started to educate myself about it. And I saw that I was super turned on by like pain, but mm-hmm. um, I like to be mindful. Like it was a whole lot of in the BDSM where I find more interesting than having regular vanilla sex. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And you don't go back. You won't go back. No, absolutely not. Lane and uh, Lane. I almost got you mixed up with our friend Lotus Lane. (laughs) Shout out to Lotus. Right? Oh. Well, because it's Blaine and Lotus, and I'm like, oh. Yes, I love that. So, Lotus and Blaine, how did you two find each other? Like, let, let's go through everybody's, like, journey with BDSM and, I like... tell the, sto- the story. So, at the time, um, it was around Halloween. I was at a... I was at my girlfriend's house. Um, it was a partner that I had, and I was in a triad. Mm-hmm. And my partner was like, yeah, you know... I'm supposed to go to this play party. And I was like, okay, cool. Then uh, like a little bit later in the week, she's like, hey, I know it's last minute, but do you want to go? Because the friend that was supposed to take that third ticket, uh, she chickened out, she got scared. (laughs) So I'm like, well, I don't have, I'm not in play party attire. I had on a turtleneck and some leggings and some sneakers. I had just come from like running errands. So she's like, well, here, put this on. She could be a tank top. <laughs> so she completely neglected to tell me that it was a Halloween themed party. So I look like Curvy Barbie goes to the gym. <laughs> and all everyone is dressed up like sexy mummies. And like the place is filled with like doms. So they're in their best dom wear. And I look crazy. <laughs> But when we walked in, um, the hostess was like, hey, do you guys want to get a tour of the house? We did. Th- we went past the living room and we're touring this house that the play partner is in. And we come back downstairs and I'm kind of like, you know, I'm just going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to play with me because I don't look like I'm ready to play. I look like I want to go play handball in the park. <laughs> and I look across the room and I see him, and I have been stalking him on Instagram. I saw him on a podcast. I used to have a a massage studio, uh, because my sex work was all sensual massage, and then I did like vanilla, regular massages. Um, In that studio space, it was like a warehouse of creatives that had little rooms, and there was a podcast that was shot there. So I was I was familiar with the girls and I saw him on and I was like, oh shit, he was like in the in the warehouse and I didn't see him. So I see him, he's just he's over there fiddling with his red ropes and I was like, that's Lotus Rope Wolf. And my girlfriend's like, yeah, let me go say hi. And I was like, I'm not talking to him. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to him. And then I tried to go sit on the couch near where he was standing and be cute. 
And apparently there was like a squirt demonstration yeah. um, in the nice. area. And I sat in the wet spot. So now I'm, I'm living because I'm not even in appropriate tire and that was wet. So yes. I'm like, I'm really not going to talk to him. Uh, the night progressed and he ended up having sex with my girlfriend and my other partner. And I was just kind of like on the, the couch across from them. And I was having a really great time just watching. And I liked the way he handled her and, and she had let me be her proxy as far as consent was concerned. So she was in subspace. So we got to interact on that level. And I loved the way he commanded the role. At one point, he had one guy holding a glow stick over them in this scene. Another one, he made fetch a cup of ice so he could use the ice on her. And he has these very interested men around this bed. Just like watching the scene. And this guy comes over to the guy that's holding the glow stick. And he's like, man, you should be in on the action. What you saying here watching? He's like, I'm having a good time. Why don't you mind your business? Right. He said, I'm here right where the action is. I said, you got a guy to defend your job. You hold your glow stick. Right. He was holding the glow stick so everybody could see what was happening. And it was really great. And at the end of the night when we were going to leave, I wanted to speak to him. But he was walking around like Winnie the Pooh. He had on a shirt and no underwear. Oh, no drawers. Just flapping around. And I'm like, I, and I'm sitting. So he's standing. I'm sitting and I'm like, if he comes up to me, I'm going to be eye to eye with his penis. There's no way. So I'll just wait. So I waited a couple days and I slid in his DMs. I, I, and yes. I myself. Yes. And, and, <laughs> And it was quite interesting because he did not really respond the way I expected. He was nice. Um, he was just like, yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you too. Thank you so much for your support. And I was just like, oh, that's it? So <laughs> he had gone on like a trip um, during that time. And I was like, oh, you're in Portland. That's so cool. In the hotel. Glad you made a safe. He's like, yeah, I'm in the hotel by myself. That's it. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was going to lead to like oh some sexy culture. Right. Not a lick of conversation. Well, I didn't well the thing was like you I didn't <laughs> feel like that's what you wanted from me, right? Like we're having a conversation. Imagine <laughs> if I'm just like start talking to you about sex automatically True, and that's just true. assuming that you want this thing from me. Um yeah. I feel like there's a lot of similarities right now between Benjamin and Lotus. Like, it's kind of scary. Like, these gentlemen are like, just, gentlemen. I literally had to put my ass in his inbox. So <laughs> I sent a picture of me. The conversation had just been so dry. I was like, oh, yeah, getting food, eating cheeseburgers. I'm like, I love cheeseburgers. He's like, me too. The end. Like, nothing. <laughs> So I, I put on some Victoria's Secret lingerie that I had, and I was like, I'm busting on the side. And I just sent it. And he was like, and my number is six. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I know you're serious, this is all you had to say. Yeah, like. <laughs> so all it took was a little and little ass and little titty. Just there we go. Little, it was just, I had to, I said, I literally am going to have to shoot my shot. Because he's either being really cautious. I was. Or he does not see that I am waving the green flag at right. my vagina. I also so. didn't see that, but I was also in love because I was looking at this one particular picture of her oh. all the time, just like 
I was just like, damn, it's a beautiful ass picture. But you know, I was just chilling. I was just having a conversation like things are gonna progress naturally. There's it was no, dry. There's no need You were secretly to manifesting. I could see that. Yes. You were secretly manifesting. I was it. like, sir, I want you. I have... W-O-N-T. I want you. I've... I need you. I've noticed to pay attention that to the dive. fact that I'm literally I'm trying to get you to, to come over and he, you know, eventually we ended up having our first BDSM session together on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then we spent Christmas together. First time out, it was very interesting. Like woke up and it was like, oh shit, it's Christmas. And we ate turkey burgers together on Christmas. And watched anime. And watched anime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we oh yeah, Yaz is cheesing hard because she loves anime. No, we were watching Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's Yaz. That's Yaz's bag right there, baby. What were you gonna say? Oh, um, I, I was, I was chuckling because I've noticed that they're among people who are very invested in uh, BDSM, especially Dom sub dynamics. I've noticed that that sort of dynamic where the dom is like can we give you a space and you know you know i'm a little like not gonna like jump on that and the sub is the sub's one going like notice notice <laughs> it seems to happen a lot where the sub is like please please like what flags flags the dom is like i'm like just respecting your space I want- and it's like daddy daddy watch me twirl like, yes twirl, daddy daddy I'm twirling. <laughs> that's how i felt that's the exact and, and it wasn't until I thought about it like that. I'm, I'm happy you brought it up because I was like, I like that he was that cautious. And I like that he waited until I was very, very clear about what I wanted. And it, it was what made me trust him, even being in relationship within mm-hmm. our dynamic. Because, you know, everyone that's kinky isn't poly. Yeah, and everyone that's poly isn't kinky. So to have both, you know, to trust that He's not jumping at every opportunity that, you know, presents itself and that he's being thoughtful and he's protecting himself as well. Um, it made me feel good. And we we vet each other all, all of November and most of December before we met up again after the party. And then it was just supposed to be some BDSM stuff. Um, that we negotiated and I wanted to have sex. So I made it very clear that I came here for yes. sex and candle wax. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's what we did. And rope <laughs> and, and snacks. Because he asked me if there was anything that I um, that I wanted. And I was like, well, I was like, I actually like Oreos. So there's actually a picture from one of the first times I came over here where I'm tied and I'm bent over and there's a pack of double stuffed Oreos in the background. Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! It's my I'm with it. I love it. I'm so with we it. I love cookies. Yeah, I love, I, I'm a cookie. No, he's a cookie whore. <laughs> On all levels, of he all levels of cookies. He will go above and beyond for cookies. Oh my God. For people who may not see his face because we're only going to do selected clips on Instagram, Lotus's face just lit up like a kid in the candy store and licked his lip, like licked the tongue. Showed the tongue like a little kid on Christmas. Like, yes, we love the cookies. Yes. (laughs) I was sent a box of Tate's cookies once. They had like six of the bags in the big box. 
and I ate one bag of my own cookies. They just slowly started, like the box started getting more and more empty. Yeah, like, I paced myself though. <laughs> he took his time and ate all my cookies. Listen. I love cookies so much. There was a time that we were in a like, triad together. Um, they enforced the cookie ration. We had to cookie ration him during the lockdown because the Oreos were going really fast. Oh my, see. We, if you've never seen a Dom with an attitude. <laughs> oh honey, this man, he tries to regulate my intake because I love ice cream. Like he, he can like savor a little personal pint of ice cream, but like we were sitting around watching Judas and the Black Messiah last night. And I said, oh, I'm going to save like this little, little morsel. And he's like, no, you're not. You might as well just inhale that shit like you always do. Just, oh, just that's me. Yeah, that's me with him. <laughs> he needs to save this much ice cream. And I'm like, it is a spoonful. Put it in your mouth. Yes. I, I tried. I was. Talenti and said, Talenti, Talenti said it was like four servings. He's like, bet you I can get sick. No, you can't. No. no you can't. Honey, that's a one serving, okay? That's a whole ass movie sitting, video no, game. I can really eat Talenti. <laughs> Look at your eyes. I'm sorry. Don't, don't you judge me. You know you love all of this regardless. I just like to fuck up some ice cream. The only reason I have put a ration on ice cream is because it's for financial reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that two for eight, it, yes, the two for eight gets you every time. I'll spend $32 on ice cream. Listen. A day. <laughs> You know, the two for eight just gets you sometimes. So we all have each other's needs for aftercare, you know? Sometimes (laughs) I don't even want food. You'll, you know, wake up in the morning together and he'll be like, I'm hungry. And I was like, well, I'm hungry. He's like, no, I'm actually hungry. Cause me, I'm just like, my breakfast is him. Okay. I like to have you for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. I love you. I need coffee. (laughs) I need coffee. That's, that's Lotus. Lotus be like, but what I really meant was a bagel. Yeah, right. I was like, like bacon, bagels, something. Give me the energy to come back to the bed. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I got you after. But you know, it's like when you're in these like DS, DS relationships, it's like it really does manifest something different, I feel. Like, Yaz, what what is your, has been your experience with like being a DS or in a DS relationship? Like, was it just strictly the sex or did it like manifest into something else? Like, how was it like for you? We needed it to be something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Let's see. I think it's a little bit of both. Like, you can mind fuck me and not even have sex with me. Like, as long as you me a certain way and just stimulating my, my everything. Yes. Energy and everything. Like, anybody can fuck, but it's like, BDSM is just, I feel like it taps in more into our inner soul. Like, yeah. It's a trust <laughs> thing. And I think the trust is such a big turn on. Like, when you, like, get vulnerable with somebody. Like, when Ben and I started it was supposed to be just fucking but on our first date you know I had expressed to him that I wanted to experiment in BDSM and I like felt comfortable when he was talking about 
things he had done with prior subs. And I'm like, all right, we're going to set a date. (laughs) Am I telling this right? (laughs) I think it was like, what, maybe three, maybe date four? When you came to the lair and you first, like, tied me from jump. It came later? Yeah, because what I distinctly remember from the first date was the kitchen. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, that kitchen. I don't cook, but man, there was something else cooking in that kitchen that night. I- <gasps> wine bottle. Like, I, I have like a wine bottle collection. And if people like walk past that door, even though it was a loft, if people walked past, they definitely can hear the clink clink and rhythmically. <laughs> I, we, 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 yeah. we, get, we get a little wild. I, I will say that. We we do get a little wild. If you can't see in the back, there's some door cups. <laughs> Just, yes. you know, like that we got to keep out. The door cups, the bed cups, but no. It was it was later. It was later? Yeah, because. That was in the Chinese food incident, which we, we don't condone. No. We don't condone this. But he tied me up and we ordered Chinese food. And <laughs> you remember this? And basically, we sent the Chinese food guy upstairs, and he just opened the door wide, and I'm greeting the man just stark ass naked, tied like tied up, and then is telling the man, "Oh, your food, and you can just place the food here, and your tip is right here." (laughs) That sounds like you're the tip. No, no, no. I took the food from him. I gave him the money. No, you told the table and that the tip was on the table i definitely did not do that i could have sworn you no oh lord but i will also let's also we were we were younger yes we were relatively new to bdsm uh, like relatively like we weren't be basic beginners but that was, i was a baby that, you were but i yeah i was a little more advanced um but more specifically like that was uh, in retrospect, that was not cool. <laughs> we did not have consent from the poor Chinese restaurant man. From the poor Chinese food delivery and, yeah, man. Yeah, the poor Chinese food delivery man. I apologize profusely if he ever hears this podcast. But he came back. But here's the thing. Chinese food is like our thing. Now it became like more sushi. But like he came back. <laughs> we ordered again. He did. It's true. He, he did come back. He must have. He must have been like, oh, we're marking this <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> what is she gonna answer the door? Or it was a little place, and they only have one delivery man. Listen, he can, they could have they could have banned us. They could have been like, no service, <laughs> no service. Right. Would have been within their right. <laughs> he's, he's never gonna say what he saw. He's yeah. just always gonna remember. Yes, be like, how was your day? <laughs> I, I saw a girl roped up for dinner, just tied to a staircase. Didn't know what that was all about. <laughs> But she looks happy. Yeah, she, she, she looks like she was grinning from ear to ear. Oh my this god! Okay. Yes, this is good. our our rig is right in front of our window, and he's always like, like if I'm walking around Nick, he's like, close the blinds. I'm like, we do rope right in front of this window. This is not the worst they've seen. <laughs> this is not the only thing. We have bloggers and ropes and, and all types of stuff that happens here. Um, before the pandemic, he used to have uh, I had this, this ch- shabari party where we 
we would get together kinksters and talk about different kinks and then we would just put our stuff out so people could try different things um, or we would let them bring their own toys we have um, some friends who were littles bring your sippy cup and your basketball go sit in the corner <laughs> yeah. um, we did demos for flogging and then we gave people the floggers and let them flog each other and, and it was great so I'm like they've seen, we had a massage train at some point they have seen the worst yes. also we have had sex in this living room plenty of times with the blinds open you want me to put clothes on for them absolutely no. it's so it's so hard when you're exhibitionist like I'm more modest than he is like if the blinds are open he his his dick will be out it's okay and i'm like put your dick away put your dick away because i just don't notice it it's like oh right, right. the window it's just like if they're gonna look they're gonna look. they're gonna look i'm always scared because of the fact that it's a two-story loft that i'm in but my front door and the living room window is right by the gate where everybody comes in. So I would love to fuck with the doors and windows open. I would love for him to give off a little show to a neighbor or two, but I don't need my, my manager and, and this poor little old man next door. I'm pr- He probably thinks we are like... Yeah, visual is not our problem. Oh, the the audio is loud. I was about to say, <laughs> we we are loud as fuck. We are loud oh, no, as fuck. yes. You know, it's just like I I don't understand why people have quiet sex. Like, I don't how understand can you, how people have quiet sex? I don't understand it yeah, either. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's how how do you have the quiet sex? Is because I mean I've tried. I don't, I don't like the sound of when I'm trying to muffle it because you're like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sound like that. It's like, unless if I'm muffling into a pillow, it's not sexy. Right. Even that's better than me literally trying to keep my mouth from making sound. I like, can't. I like to whimper. I like to, <sighs> yes. kind of thing. The breathing. Yeah. Because oh. even breathing can yes. be loud. Oh, absolutely. I love panting. I love uh, panting. I love man grunts. Like when, I'm, when you know when the man just like get. You said what? The growler. Oh. We got two. Yeah, there are two wolves in the room. Bunch of bunch of growling, bunch of scratching, <laughs> that and thing biting. Where, yeah. I do that thing where your dog screwed up and they won't look you at you. Tell us what the <laughs> Yeah, we want to hear. Benji, mm. they want to hear your growl. I'm absolutely not performing on mic. Um, Why? <laughs> it's for sexy. so many reasons, not the least of which is I don't know how to act on camera like that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I do. Uh, I do identify as like a, as a primal dom, and so there's a lot of lot of uh, wolf related, animal related uh, sounds. Yeah, a lot of growling. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You get it. <laughs> nods. Nods of approval. <laughs> um, you feel seen? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was asking Yasmin, Yasmin, what what are your sounds? I've I've learned that I'm I'm a panther and a a breather and a possibly a whimper. 
It all depends on the dick size, I, I to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Oh. That's true. I gotta take a sip of this water, Lord Jesus. <laughs> me too, also. My He wants to muffle me. Muzzle me. He wants me to the current boo? Yes. The one he that be leaving marks on you wants to muffle yes. your ass. He wants to put some on. He's like, you're too loud. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but it's like, yeah. Oh my god! And so does he like? Does he try to like put a sock or like just like hold your mouth? <laughs> oh my god! I actually like that. I I like that even more than I like ball gas. Like yes, because I'm I'm gonna get the sound through your hands. Trust me. I I'm a. Not to- gag. You said you you can't do the ball gag anymore. Blur with a ball gag. Oh, that's right. I have seen footage, edited Just, some footage yeah. of you drooling profusely on a ball gag. God, and that's another thing being Dom, like if, if I have a Dom that's trying to train me not to drool. I'm Why <laughs> would you train someone not to drool? Or like trying to train myself not like, say for instance, you command me not to drool. Mm-hmm myself in to not drool. Uh, but if I drool. How do you do it? Yes, thank that ass. Like, so, ah. so Yaz, would you call yourself a brat? Yes. Oh I, my god, I love it. I love it. I totally am a brat. And see, I out of all my years knowing you, I never would have taken you to be like a brat. I knew that you like would submit. But I never knew that you would be like one to just like kind of fuck around and be like, okay, I, I'll be a little bratty. I won't listen to what sir or madam even says. I'm hard-headed. I love it. I have a question. Look, they say a hard head makes a soft ass. Sure <laughs> What's your question, Ben? I, I, I remember being a brat. That always happens to us when we're talking to people like in the Midwest and stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. But he, when I heard it, I was like, damn, what's happening over here? <laughs> <laughs> we we in the Bronx. Right. I live in a, a semi-quiet part of, of Woodland Hills in the Valley. But I swear to God, it's like every five like every five hours or so, someone's car alarm goes off. For everybody that's wondering what happened, I had to cut the audio because it was too much. We, we, I don't know that the ambulance was a little too long. It sounded a little too multiple. The fact that I thought it was over here because it was like, woo. Yes. <laughs> They're passing. Big deal. It was just an ambulance party. But Ben, you were gonna ask a, a um, yeah, Yasmin. You said you consider yourself a brat. Does your dom consider you a brat? Yes, he does. Because someone proclaims that she's a brat, and I haven't seen it. I think I'm a brat. What? What the fuck do you mean? I don't. I'm not a brat. How many times have I? Okay, perfect example. Sunday, Uh-oh. Valentine's Day. I made it a point. I wanted to be fucked and roped. And how many times did you have to reposition me because I kept moving during your tying me? I'm gonna point out, she considers that bratty behavior not standing still long enough. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All her. Or, or, behavior is I'm not going 
from not getting roped at all. Oh, yes. Or You're not, not even putting yourself in the position to be, to get like, the thing that you want. Yeah, well, he definitely, not, not fighting back. What about, what about when we went to the dungeon the first time and I was trying to eat the women's pussies and use, you know, my vibrator and you're like, no, no. Slamming, slamming your little. Are we talking about the classroom scene? Yes, the classroom where scene. I had to dom three girls at once in a tiny room where I couldn't keep you guys far enough apart yes. from each other. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the most. Oh, it was the most insane scene. The the room was ten by ten, and I had three girls who kept wanting to touch oh each other, God. and I physically couldn't keep them apart because of, of the restrictions of the room. <laughs> So every right, time I would go to put, attention to put direct attention to one, the other two would jump each other, and it was like, mm. <laughs> and this was before I was really into roping, so it's not like I could tie them to the desk. I didn't actually know right. how that well. So isn't that isn't that bratty behavior? I wasn't listening to the teacher. Let me put. I'm gonna. You put pussy in my face. You know exactly what happened. This is what I'm going to say <laughs> up to that. If you are by yourself, yes. No. I think if I, you are around other people and can feed off of their bratty energy, yeah. But if you're by yourself, then like you like it's it takes very little to get you to melt. You're I mean, a little princess. Uh, you said I'm a little princess? Yeah. Not pillow princess. Okay, but the thing is, but the thing is, I'm with you, right? <laughs> I I'm like a foil. Like, I feed off of other people's bratty yes. energy, and then I get someone in my ear like, don't don't let them get you in trouble. Don't, <laughs> don't do what they do. But see, I like... Even if I'm on Twitter talking a bunch of brat shit with my sub friends, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, you're not going to listen? I'm actually going to go organize your shirts right now, but, like, they don't have to know that. <laughs> I want to be gangster with my sub friends. Right? They totally Ooh. don't. I they feel like no. I want to tell my no. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I have said like no in a playful manner or oh no. I like to I I like to give myself tallies. Like if I did something, I'm telling him, oh that's a tally, right? And he's like no. But I'm like, but you, I did not follow orders. T tallies in the early days were how I would tease her to build up punishments. Is Ooh. I would she would do something uh, and I would be like that's a tally mark. <laughs> She'd be like, what does that? She'd be like, what does that mean? I was like, that means when I get back over there, you're gonna have about twelve punishments waiting for you. They were good punishments though too. I'd be left bruised, chains of sheets, maybe twice in that night. Well, I don't do the tally marks anywhere anymore because our dynamic has changed and we talk differently to each other. And now, but she, she's not happy about it. She wants them back. So she's like, I want them back. Tally? She wants the like, back. I want them back. Yes. It's punishment. I like right? it. Right? But exactly. I exactly. She keeps trying to give herself punishments. I don't mind the punishments though. I mean, That's I definitely can. Why I stopped giving them? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I would. I I demand in our new contract. I wanted our new dynamic. I had to change my approach to giving spankings and, and floggings as a reward. Right? You do. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was yes. Like, it's like, why? Are you going to spank me? I'm like, no, if you don't behave, I'm going to no. stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yes. Where's your line on this? Like the spankings, the fl like. I 
thought level, yeah, of, of, you know, I'm still like, what do you say? Honeymoon Thank phase. You. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, you cut out there. Uh, I said the spanking still hurt. I'm still tender. Oh. I have a soft booty still. <laughs> I, I, I won't even front. I, I'm the same way. I think it's the flogger. Like, don't threaten me with a good time. Mm-hmm. Please go get it. I will get it for you. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, like, yeah, the 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 punishments, as I call them, they don't they don't happen as often anymore. Because there was a time when I was just acting out to see what would happen. He's like, "Oh, can you go make me some coffee? What if I don't?" He's like, "Can you just go do it?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> time. He just don't have time to do because I know why you're doing this. It's not because you really don't want to. Oh, I knew I loved the two of you because. Again, I'm like, I'm looking at and hearing and I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is where I've came down to. This is where I, this is when I looked at your Instagram after we first connected, I was like, babe, they're poly. Yes. They have a DS dynamic friend. It's just, we need more friends. And then when I saw Yasmin's page, I was like, more kingsters. Yes. Oh God, yes! Like, oh yes, we we talk our shit. We like we live this life, and I think that's also something that a lot, like even in the podcast realm of sexuality, like people always say, like, oh yeah, we got a sex podcast, but oh no, we don't do this. Then what the the, what the fuck? No, that's false advertisement. We don't talk about that, and I'm like, okay. Or it's okay. like the misinformation. Like I was, no, and I'm not gonna call this podcast out because I've wasted enough energy. But they were like on live and doing financial doming, but it was not in like true dom sub behavior. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are hindering and putting a fuck you to the kink community when all you're doing is demanding on camera so you can show off to your listeners like, oh, I can get money out of this pig. Like, they So, <laughs> so let me say something. <laughs> I, I've always been a submissive, even professionally. Like, I, I am the honey. I, you know, they say you could get the bees with the honey, then the vinegar. I want to be the honey. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many instances, especially with the misconception of dom sub dynamics, that people go immediately to berating mm-hmm. and humiliation. And I'm like, wow, did you even ask that person if they like that? Because you probably just made them feel so bad. Just because I'm a. And the thing is, it happens especially with male subs, I've noticed too. Because I'm like, you would not dare want to talk to a female sub like that. But you will tell, he didn't ask for J-O-I. He didn't ask for penis humiliation. He actually wanted you to say something nice and would have given you the same amount of money. I like to dominate. I I also said I'm a lazy dom. I'm a switch, but I'm very sub leaning. Mm -hmm. I feel like what you guys do takes a lot of energy and I just don't want to do it. I'm with you. (laughs) I would love I to dom to. a female, but one, I'm too yeah. scared. I'm scared with the women. Like, until they're like, with, he's my wingman. Like, until the woman is in my face, then I'm like, ooh, okay, savage. 
But, but then I also want to hold you and tell you how beautiful you right. are. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt you. Let me you. rub your butt. Right. And caress your hair. Let me massage your scalp. Let me just and, like appreciate and, your body and kiss you and, and just lick you. I don't want to like hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to hurt you, but I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest uh, moments we had, uh, we had made a, like a little video and I was showing my ex. I was like, yeah, this is me sucking his dick. And I didn't realize that he's saying things. So she's like, oh, what's he saying? And he's like, oh, you nasty bitch. She goes, you like to be called a nasty bitch? She was like, I would never call you that. She was so surprised at the things that he was saying. She was like, we literally don't talk like this. She said, you don't even talk to me like this. And you I was like, just... I know I like to hear it though. I don't know, but it does something for me. I think it also and he depends. He recently introduced the word cunt in like the last <laughs> seven months. He like, he does like a soft opening. He'll be like, yeah, that cunt. And I'm like, that wasn't bad. Yes. And it stays. You gotta test it. You, gotta you do. He also used despicable cunt once, and I enjoyed it very much. Oh, this whoa. I, I just remember. That's a kid's movie I've never my... seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Watch. That's gonna be a porn. That's gonna be the porn parody right there. Despicable cunt. Despicable cunt. <laughs> That's that's so gonna be like you're gonna. It's just one bald Eastern European woman surrounded by yellow dildos. Oh my god! Straight up, straight up. But no, oh I think gosh, it. I could see it. I could see it. I think it definitely yeah, takes a like, special person when it when it comes to like those certain words because mm -hmm. I would never let somebody like choke me call me a dirty bitch or a filthy whore and then you come along and just fuck that game up you make it just seem so proper it's almost like it was like an English teacher like telling me and I'm like oh tell me more teacher because <laughs> this, this is you gotta let the words wash over you and see how you feel. It's like, whoosh, oh, okay. I yes. like this one. And he's Give a, me another. And he's a writer, so it's like he's really good with words on Same Oh shit. <laughs> see, look at this. Look at this. Okay. That's it. Okay, and I know y'all are in New York and we've been dying to go to New York. That's it. When this all this That's shit it. is over. We're this is it. We're we're gonna have a kink party. We have Please. to. We've got so no, we we're making a list. I, we've been in this, this shit for a year and I'm like, I'm just making a list of people I would like to hug, see, spend time with. Yes. Like, something. I don't know. It's just, it, there's something about the kink world. <laughs> get bagels. <laughs> just get bagels and coffee. And that's yes. the other thing. It's like, kinksters are not just trying to fuck each other. We want to go do regular stuff. Like, you want to smoke and yes. like hang out and listen to music? You want to hear my playlist? Right. That's all I want to do. Yes. I want to cuddle, puddle, and playlist. Like 90% of the people that we've met at a dungeon, I'm like, do you guys want to cosplay and go to the Avengers movies? That's what we do. <laughs> yes. Really? Oh, we're, event yes, we're Marvel nerds. nerds too? Oh, yes, yes, I am. Please tell me yes. Yes. Oh. You're talking to nerds. Like, Yasmin's the, uh, the anime. We used to go to the Marvel films together. Oh, there we go. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Wait. Yasmin showing ah. off. Yasmin showing off her Joker arc work. That is horrifying. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mickey? Hi, Mickey. <laughs> I've been needing to add a Grogu to my um, to my collection. Don't get sapphires. My baby Yoda. Yes, mm. I've been only telling this man. I was like, I would love a baby Yoda as we're watching Mandalorian. I don't know how many months I've been telling you this. Like, I want a baby. Did, when I did want Mandalorian baby. come out? Oh, next season, you should have one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Give me a baby yoga. We, that's we the, need the, that's like, the only give me a baby I want to hear you yeah, say. Yeah, that's the only type of baby I want. <laughs> just give me a baby Grogu. That's it. It's just, you know, because you don't. Does anyone have any pets? No pets. No pets. No pets. Unfortunately. So we, had a, we, <laughs> we had a shared partner once that had a pet. And uh, we did not have a great experience cohabitating oh, no. together with the pet. But the other night we had a munch and people were showing off their cat. <laughs> so I was like, oh, babe, we should get a cat. He goes, no, we shouldn't. On, on Zoom. And I was like, so after I'm like, babe, you got trauma still? <laughs> you still ain't got over living with that cat. <laughs> I he couldn't even take it for five seconds. I just wanted to be a uh, cat mom for one moment, and he just would not he let was it like happen. Not like, having it. It's a thing. Like, Swingers oh, and know. cats. She doesn't even want that. I don't even. First she of all, I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> I just wanted the cat for one second. For one second, I just wanted to our, be a cat mom. Our girlfriend who's pregnant, they had her and her husband have two amazing yet there's there's some crazy ass cats they're just blob monsters one of them's a blob monster one of them one of them is arguably the most beautiful cat i've ever seen yes but these cats <laughs> coloration oh my god these cats though the shedding every time i leave i'm like baby i love you but i think i'm allergic I, and I'm, they and they keep their house so clean and so, you will so clean. still it leave covered in cat hair yes and we had to learn that the hard way it was mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter where you go. The moment you pass the cat, the hair it comes. It just you. comes with you. I was looking at my lingerie one time after we had like a nice orgy, and I'm like, "How the fuck did this cat hair get where like my pussy's supposed <laughs> the to cat land?" Wasn't even in the orgy. No, the cat wasn't even in the orgy <laughs> in the bed. And I'm like, "Why am I picking up there, all this cat there hair?" There have been times though, like that we've been in the middle of like a mad orgy and like looked over, and the cat's just on the table, just like. What, what, why are like, you? What are you doing to our mom? Go away! <laughs> this Get is not the time to be in the room. Or worse, is when you're on the bed and the cat like wants to come up and join on the bed, and we're like, no, please, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no bedtime cuddle time. Oh my god! One time I was eating the girlfriend's pussy and I passed out, and next thing I know, it wasn't her pussy in my face, it was the cat's pussy in my face. I'm like, this is just so rude. <laughs> like, it, you know which one I'm talking about. It's my baby, um, Leo. Um, that, that, just cat pussy in my face. I'm like, this is rude. I'm trying to, we're trying to sleep. No, cats really don't have any boundaries. During the munch, one of the girls who was talking about a cat, he came and sat in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they really don't care. No. That happens during d She was trying to show us her rope design and the cat was like, <laughs> oh yeah, they can't play D&D without always a cat. A cat game. just coming on to their again, super nerdy. I I'm like I'm like a mainstream nerd. This one goes 
Dungeons and Dragons and in comic books. It's great for a writer, instant audience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not so much into tabletop. I wanted to get into like the original cyberpunk mm-hmm. uh, tabletop game mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, snap. Um, I'm more into like video games. Yes. Like, uh, Elder Scrolls. We've been playing Skyrim and Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> my, my problem with video games is that a lot of times they're super solitary if you want to play the story. Um, and I like, my background is theater and I like community. And so I was like, there's like, you and six people are going to play a story that lasts five years. I was like, I'm all about this. Absolutely. <laughs> he gives me video. He gives me video game anxiety. Mm-hmm. We tried to play Cyberpunk 2077 together, and this man wants to like read all the details. I'm like, can we just get to the motherfucking action? Grab that gun. Grab that box. Yay. I'm just saying, you're you just want to shoot everything, and I'm just saying there are details and power-ups I'm in like, the boxes yes. no. if you go look yes, at them. No. Listen, that no. If- no, because when he plays Skyrim, I'm like, go stab people. And he's like, but I'm on a mission. I'm trying to ascend in the College of Disasters. <laughs> <laughs> go stab them. I go want to see the dragons. Yes. The dragons. Give me violence. Give me dragons. Give me fire. I want to. I make him buy games based on the promo, so I need to see all the stuff they show me in the promo. I don't want to just. You have to walk to the next city. Yes. You have to walk there. You can't teleport or anything. I'm. I. I feel like call me when you're when you're ready to fight the dragon. <laughs> the Breath of the Wild. But I do like Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh God, I haven't played a Zelda game in so long, man. Oh, and Yaz and I, we love Call of Duty, and we love Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting. Mm. I wanna. I need to get the new one. I need to get the new one. But I, I don't know. I don't like the new one. The you said the new you ones are good. The new the gamers they don't like the graphics on the new Call of Duty. The oh, Cold War. Yeah. It's not Cold, the newest it, one. Cold yeah. War. Yeah. 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 You said the graphics. Yeah, I did see a YouTube video where someone was saying they didn't like the graphics on it at all. Damn shame. Call of Duty Cold War just sounds to me like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. What? Like, no wonder nobody likes it. It's just walking in and out of houses. <laughs> I cannot. So as we wrap up, um, I was going to get into the day sex and confused news, but I really don't want to go and give Kylie or Kendall Jenner any space. I don't want to give the Kardashians any space this week because this, I, I don't know. You just did. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to go into full detail, but the Kardashians just thought and planned things way too well. Okay. Isn't that the story of their entire career? Yes. Yes. Their whole life. No talent, just planning. good planning. Great planning. Someone's doing makeup. Someone's doing tequila. Or should I say culture stealing tequila? And the other one got a divorce. Like, No. All in the right. same week. All in the same week. All that is, in the same week. That's strategic. Like Chris tells them, if you're going to have bad things happen, we all have to have them happen at the same time so we can dominate the headlines and hashtags. Please. Yes. Please divorce your husband on, on Saturday, <laughs> not not Friday. Right. Because, you know, Kendall's got to have the... No, just... No, I can't. I can't like, do it. Did you think about what Kendall's doing today? And Courtney has to tell us that she's 
in a relationship with Travis Barker on Friday. Oh God, so, that's four things. That's four things. There was like a new story. There was a new story every they day this do week. It to us every single time. I cannot. Like, why? Why do I care what's happening? Because they're they all have a happening, and then Scott Disick goes blonde, and oh, I'm like, that's five. Again, see, look, now we're pulling out all the skeletons in the bone. But it's like, uh, so again, I was going to do Day, Sex, and Confused News, but I'm like, fuck it. There we did. What, what is your face? I just wish I had a gif of your face. <laughs> For Twitter, every time someone says something, I want it to look up at them like... <laughs> you just said I'm not, something about all the skeletons in the bone, and I'm like... What? Does what? That you mean? know what she meant. <laughs> yes. All the skeletons. All the skeletons. In the bone. In the bone. Sure. Because you know it's all connected in one exoskeleton. I'm never going That's to forget not that. how skeletons work. Well, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that rule today. Fuck it. We're gonna make that rule today. We Shit. Have endoskeleton. Listen. Listen. I do, I do want to get something to take away for the listeners. I know they're enjoying this talk. So for anybody out there who wants to navigate BDSM, and we'll go around you know, the space, um, either Yasmin or Blaine and Lotus can um, go first, but how would you want somebody to, especially in the black community? Because again, there's a lot of like stigma um, surrounding black BDSM, you know, whether people are like, well, isn't that a reference to slavery? Like, how would you navigate to somebody like, this is not that? And I, I would hope that someone who's listening is taking away the good things because we have all said some really good things about our dynamics and where we stand on BDSM. But, you know, there's still people out there that might be like question, like, isn't that just like taking us back to slavery and whatnot? But I digress. Jasmine, you can go first if you like. Okay, sure. Um, it's not slavery. Like like I say, when I first got into the, the world, I thought it was about torture and shit, but it was just, they were torturing their own people. They, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were doing that. But I mean, regardless of the situation, it's not slavery. It's not torture. Like, uh, it's just another form of sex, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's not... I know we got chains and whips and shackles and shit. Devices that look questionable. <laughs> it's like, damn. Maybe we just sick in the mind. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. It crosses my mind often. I'm like, maybe I'm just bad. I'm not going to explain it before. Yeah, I don't know how to explain really. But where does it take you? Like, you could because you had said before that having BDSM type of sex or dominated sex to you is a lot better than vanilla. Like yeah, where? Did- yeah, because with BDSM you don't know what to expect. Like with regular sex, you in all positions, mm-hmm. but now you're getting role play. You don't know what's on the menu. You know, you might try something new that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, trying out different devices and toys. You know, I, I like to, to see where my limits go. Sometimes I don't know my limits. I wake up the next morning like, yeah, what did I do last night? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I, I feel. Like 
I like my my limits tested a lot. I like that. I like that. Blaine and uh, Lotus. Yeah. It's um you don't um you're not bad for getting pleasure from pain or pleasure from discomfort, right? That's one takeaway I want people to have. And it, it and just because you see a rope, we're just functioning on this general generational trauma looking at a rope and thinking that it has something to do with a hanging or a lynching um and we use rope in the reason why i say this is because we use rope uh, i specifically used rope and um people might just see it and get that image but that's not what's happening what's happening with two people is something that's happening because of trust and consent um, and they're aware, they're working in a risk-aware, um, consensual manner, like exploring their kinks. And we're functioning with a level of consent that's freely given, a reversible, uh, enthusiastic, intentional, and specific, and informed. <laughs> yeah. um, for, for me, um, I tell people that one of the the best parts about BDSM is that it doesn't require another person. You can do all of these things with yourself and and see how it makes you feel before you put someone else in that space. Like one of my first ropes was just a basic cotton rope that I used to wrap around myself because I like to feel it on my legs. I didn't know any knots. I just knew that I liked it because it felt like a hug. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to being kinky and and especially now, one of the, the reasons why kinksters are really coming out of their shells or it seems like we're coming out of this, this uh, shadowy space is because we feel free. There is freedom in what we do. And one of the greatest uh, parts of kink and BDSM is the communication. Our sex is better because we talk about what we enjoy. You are learning as a submissive to say, this is what I like. This is what feels good to me. And you keep it that simple. Like I used to think that I was oversimplifying, like this feels bad, this feels good. But it's just that simple. I enjoy rope and spanking and flogging all kinds of bondage, exhibitionism, and and all of these encompassing kinks and dressing up and feeling sexy because it's a it's my right. It is our right as human beings to enjoy pleasure, and it is no one's right to judge us. Yeah, and my uh, I really love what you said Aww, because it just <laughs> it just reminded me to. To talk about my philosophy for kink, which comes from my Audre Lorde, the lesbian black writer, who her essay, uh, The Uses of the Erotic, the Erotic as a Source of Power, is this sort of guiding lens for me that I'm, I'm understanding that what I'm doing is powerful. My sensuality, my erotic energy is powerful. It's our power. And I can use it to make this excellent content to change the life of my of myself, my partner, my loved ones, um, whoever will come after me. Like literally what we're doing is forming these connections and using this energy. Um, I don't want to get all mystical, but like we've been <laughs> talking a lot about like using our energy to 
to manifest certain opportunities and manifest certain things. And when you're experimenting with BDSM and doing these things, you're really tapping into some really interesting mind states. And you're also messing with some chemicals in your your brain and, and body, which can be good. But if you're not if you're not vigilant, you can it can lead to some things like sub drop, which is that sad feeling that you get after a scene happens. You know, you, so it's like what we're doing is we're tapping into this power, into these energies, into these spaces. And it looks weird because it's been portrayed in media as this thing that is so akin to abuse. And because we um, are traumatized by uh, by these things, like we see something and automatically associate it. I know that I had that same thought when I first saw yeah. my first kinky things, but I really had to examine that, examine the scenes I was looking at, examining myself and like thought about what brought me pleasure. And ask, ask yes. kinkers, yes. ask kinkers how they feel. You know, we're not ashamed. We're not this, this, uh, you know, we're not our scary. Life, that not alternative, and we're not scary. Yeah. You know, I know that, be, and and even the scariest BDSM scenes, and in cuddles and aftercare, like take a tip from our book. We are literally pouring into each other. You know, the submissives are catering to the dominance when they're in their top space. Like, we are so intentional with this thing. Like, really give it a chance. Really examine it. And if you are put off by it, reflect. Because sometimes, and I've noticed in some of my interactions with people, the reason why they don't like it is because you look like you are having a damn good time. <laughs> and they're doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And they're not. It's like you are dating that one person and he does not care about your orgasms. (laughs) And you are upset because you think I'm living this hedonistic lifestyle. It's like you have to sit and examine what part of this is pissing you off because I'm having a great time. Exactly. We're fine and we feel good about ourselves. No one's doing anything that they don't want to do. Ask a gangster. I've had people ask, what does that do for you? I would appreciate that, man. Girl, you setting us back. Setting you back where? Exactly. Uh Um, Benji, Uh as you're being my dom, (laughs) as a black woman, and I know we've had these discussions ourselves, what would you want to (laughs) tell the (laughs) people? I said some PTSD flashbacks to Clubhouse conversations and being threatened by black women on Clubhouse. (laughs) The, I true, you were my friend. true story. True story. He he definitely got jumped when we were talking briefly about our Dom sub. But what what would you want people so to sorry. like? Yeah, it 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 comes with the territory of being in an interracial relationship. You know, when I would tell my friends like, um, he, no, no, please. I, I'm not just the the interracial aspect, but I'm very open about my relationships to. I'm very open about like my relationships and the, my lifestyle to most of the people that I encounter in the world. And so I'm used to fielding dumbass bullshit questions. Yes. Yes. So like then that was just people being like, you know, coming at me from their point of view. So I was just like, 
right, this is interesting. Sips beer. Um, <laughs> Le- leaves quietly. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even on Clubhouse. I he was, was in on the with background. Me. Yeah, he was in the background with me. I was just in the I room. was working. Oh, wow. And nice. they roped him in. And you're not even talking. Yes, he wasn't even really talking. And then I'm the one talking. And then they're like, well, put him on. We want, we want to hear from him kind of thing. And I'm like. I'm sorry. I derailed. Like, you were asking a question. No, but like. What would your takeaway? But that's very relevant. That's very, very relevant. it's extremely relevant. But what would be because your takeaway? Because it's a part of the stereotype. Like you cannot put that on us. You can't put this on you know that kind of thing on this relationship just because of what you think it is. Exactly. No. What What would be your takeaway from our relationship, even just in general? What a broad question. Okay, fine. I'm From just... the DNS relationship that we do have, even though it was it's less as intense now. I I would argue it's not less intense. I would argue the dynamic has changed okay. dramatically. Mm. Um, mm. It has gone from the dom sub relationship is, um, if you don't hush, I'm going to use a paddle or something teasing like that to sit down because we need to have a look at your finances and career path to make sure that you are getting living your best life yes. get over here and look at these books um yeah i would argue i'm, I'm i don't know exactly how to answer that question i mean i will say this i feel like if I were to feel threatened at any point that I was being fetishized or being misused as a submissive, like with race play, because that comes into play a lot. I don't feel like I like I don't feel like a person can view their partner as a human being and still do that. Right. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And yet that. people and yet people think that's acceptable because well he loves me well no what does he do for you after you know the said scene is over and done does he check in on you frequently through the scene because you know there's definitely the doms that and I freely use air quotes because there are doms out there that don't check on their subs throughout a scene and I'm like well what the fuck um, don't check on the subs don't check on your well-being no aftercare and they're my color so yes. I, I don't yeah and Le- I leave don't you tied to a tree in the middle of the that. wilderness for days <laughs> right just leaving you at the tree with no snacks nothing yeah I've, I've had my first consent violation with someone that looked like me so I I don't I don't even fall for that trap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you think because we're the same that it can't happen. I've been fetishized by our own um, the, the most dick pics unsolicited. Oh, yes. And the other day, someone on Twitter asked me for my HBO Max password. And they also looked at the fuck? He literally said, I, there's some series I want to watch, sis. Can I have your HBO Max password? What? I don't oh, know you. Right. The fuck? There's a man on Twitter. It's like, <laughs> you can see my billing information. The fuck is wrong with you? Right. You could take my last four digits. Right. And my, and my expiration date and go off. And do whatever no, the fuck you want. You. 
but I think again that it all comes into these territories you show a little bit of like the moment you show on Instagram or any type of social media in wrapping up the moment you show that you are part of this kink community people assume the x y and z that you must be if you're you know into BDSM you were abused as a child or you were traumatized and this is the only way to love and I'm like no as Benjamin stated in our relationship, yes, our dom sub dynamic has changed. So when I, you know, have check-ins with him and I say, you know, it's been a while. Can you rope me or, you know, make love to me tonight and not so much roughness because I need to be loved kind of thing. We are so bad at that. We're so bad at what? Making love instead of having rough sex. Yeah, because we both like to fuck. (laughs) <laughs> like, we, we're like, yes, this is going to be a sweet, sentimental. Like and, to no. fuck. I see so many tweets like, it's not about rough fucking. It can be. It can I be. Prefer, I prefer it. Right. It. Like, it's nice to be all sensual, but definitely, like he said, there's times where we, we both say that we're going to make love to each other and... I'm ended up marked the fuck up because I'm like, yep, fuck me harder. Yeah, yes. like, it starts sweet. It, it, like, yeah, it, it's a nice little fighting dance and it's beautiful. But even in that, you guys consider everything about each other. Yes. So it's like, that's why I said it doesn't even matter what it looks like because everyone thinks it has to look like the notebook and it's like, it ain't. <laughs> It ain't. It ain't. Also, the it's notebook not. did not go well for anybody. No. It didn't end well at all. It didn't start well. It just, yeah. It, it started with a man lying in the middle of the street trying to get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. I completely Their relationship it. is not healthy on any level. Well, it's listen. a good movie, but like, it's not a healthy relationship. I would, it's I would really not. It's I would, so dramatic, too. It is. But I would like to say, and the biggest takeaway I think that people can take away from um us, you know, talking about our different dynamics is that these are some prime examples of good healthy relationships alternative relationships this is how relationships go you can have fun you can tease each other tease in denial of each other but you know there's that love i i would hug you but i'm not about to strangle you of your headphones being shorter than mine but i love this man just like i know i could see this love through the screen right now i'm loving all this love I really do. And I just want love. Yes. And I want people to understand that even if you are poly, there is still love. There's not some love. There's still love. Even if you're in a dom sub relationship, you are trusting and sort of loving that person's body, whether it's just for, you know, for the dom sub relationship where it doesn't go beyond even a sexual manner. And it's just strictly, you know, playtime. There's that love and trust. They love your body. You love your body. And you're giving up your body, you know, temporarily to that person. You are trusting that person. I know that this man is not intentionally hurting me because he wants to hurt me. He's well, no more than you want to. Hurt yes, no more than he wants. He wants to hurt. Yeah, you want you here. want to hurt me, but but you not know, more than you want. Yes, no more than I yeah. want to. Like if I say my safe word, you stop. And you check in, you kiss me, you hold me, you let me cry, you let me be in my space. And I think that's what people need to take away if they want to go and venture into this world. Go to munches. Speaking of, I know that y'all have some events. So please plug plug it in. Where can people get and tap in with you? 
Our next event is on March 5th. March 5th. It's uh, our Kingsters Love Cannabis Bunch. We're going to be talking about... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's be me. That's be me. This use and in in scenes and outside of scenes and just people who like to, to, to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to do some trivia, but um, one of the conversations I want to bring up was uh, the use of cannabis in kink. You know, I've gone to parties that had alcohol, but I've also been shamed for smoking a blunt in robes. Like, it's really interesting to me. I'm like, y'all have Hennessy right. in the corner and and pizza, and you're <laughs> telling me I can't have a blunt. I'm so confused. I'm just picturing, I'm a like, consenting adult. I'm picturing a sub in a gas mask and a dom just, like, blowing into the tube. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't even it's smoke, like, baby. That I was don't. a good reference. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and we want to talk about those things and like, you know, toss away some of and really just, I want to meet more kinksters who like cannabis. I use cannabis for pain management and I introduced cannabis to him for mental health. Um, and it's been great. He was a lightweight when the quarantine started. Oh, now you you on the Bob Marley status like Willie Nelson, yeah, Bob Marley, I gave and up Snoop. Drinking. He gave oh, up wow. drinking. I want to be yeah yeah. I might as well say this. Like I had like a terrible experience with alcohol. Oh and, my like, goodness. Alcoholism runs in my family, and having something else that that I could use and not as a crutch and not as a substance that I'm abusing was key for me. And like, I grew up thinking about, even though I smoked weed when I was really young, I'm not gonna say who gave it to me. I don't want nobody to get. <laughs> <laughs> believe the commercial. He thought that his brain was gonna turn into the pride and no. he was gonna be slow. And then they'll be like, Lotus used to play basketball. Now he doesn't. <laughs> he used to write poetry on the weekend. Now he, he does it. That's what he thought. And I, I helped him create a better relationship with it. So we have that coming up. Um, We're doing our composition of closeness class uh, where we talk about the dynamic between rope tops and bottoms and and how we can be intentional on creating those relationships um, and understand how special they are. Like, to, to you know, there's so many kinks, but there's something very special about the rope top and his rope bottom and the levels of trust and also being able to say, hey, can you tie me today? Like, I felt that when you said that. I wanna, I wanna feel rope today, not for pictures or, you know, for content. Like, I just wanna, I wanna have your attention as well. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that I love, seeing him look at my body so meticulously and he's creating these shapes with my shape because it's, it's different and it's special. Yes. And you know, when you fluffy, it means so much. It- um, so we're Preach doing the that. composition of closeness with Box Body on March 11th, the week right after our lunch. And then the week after that, we're going to be doing it with Tethered to Wi-Fi. And both events are virtual and the links are all in our bios. We will send you a link for the lunch because I would love for you guys to join us. Honestly, you yes. Too, if, you, if you're available, I would love for you to come too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, did again? Oh, no, it's virtual. We're going to be on Zoom. Oh, got it. We're marking yeah, in our calendars. Yeah, all the virtual. Um, and all the, the munch is free. Um, I'm going to make sure that my hostesses with the mostesses get their links. But if you want to learn about cannabis and how it relates to kink, 
Um, it's helped me even when I'm like experiencing that pleasure pain, it amplifies it for me. And we're gonna talk about all of the, the good juicy benefits. Uh, I also had my first experience smoking a blunt and getting my pussy ate last night. Yes. Would highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, that was one of the first, like he heard earplay. Huh? When we were in our early, our early phases of dating, and you've definitely let me hit the bowl while you ate my pussy. And this man does not even like the smell of cannabis. I have to go into my closet. <laughs> I have I have to go into my walk-in closet. That's my smoke closet slash his my office. Smoke my smoke closet slash his office. <laughs> Yes, I'm smoking in his office, my closet. Yesterday I was smoking downstairs. He's like, you smoked? I said, yeah, when you were in the bathroom. I don't smell anything. I was like, yeah, because I'm good. I'm the stuff like that. Did a great job. So where can um, the people get in touch with you? I definitely will make sure that the links um, for the events, I think they're in your link in bio. So I can, I can grab those links and make sure that it's in this bio of the episode. But what are the Instagrams? Where can they get in touch with you both? So my Instagram is the green goddess, but it's goddess G A W D D E S S because the regular goddess was taken already (laughs) on Instagram. I am green goddess on Twitter. He is Lotus underscore Rope Wolf on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you ever want to get in contact with us via email to ask any questions, we are with Lotus and Blaine at gmail.com. Let me type that now. <laughs> we just wanted to wanted it to be as simple as possible. And yes, now I secretly want to steal Lotus Lane, but I can't because they already exist. No, so and cute. she's she's amazing to get in touch with. Honestly, she's amazing. We can get a fish or something. I need to name her bitch Lotus Lane. I'll give you guys her contact because she would be Thank amazing you. to talk he to. He won't let me get a cat. Maybe I can get a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no cat. Yes, Boo, where can they get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Fit and Dirty. And my other Twitter is, uh, it's King City. Perfect. King City, I'm going to find you. It's King City. And of course, you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E on Twitter, on Instagram, on Clubhouse. Oh, babe, I forgot about you. Where, where can they tap you in? Um, you can tap this at uh, <laughs> at the Old Ben River on Instagram, or um, uh, you can check out our other Sapphire's other podcast with me. Fuck University presents Office Hours. Yeah, on Instagram, which we definitely will have to have not on Instagram. What am I talking? We're on Instagram. F- That's true. We are on Instagram. Yes, I was, I was saying the podcast on Instagram. I'm, but it's easier to find the podcast because right now we're on hiatus. We're on. Well, hi- we're coming back this week. Oh, I didn't know that. I told you about it. I told you I was ripping the audio for that thing. Oh, shit. That's right. You do have a little something special. Yes, I do. But yes, check out Fuck University Presents Office Hours. We're at officefuck on Twitter. Also, f.u.niversity. N-i-niversity? Going out of your way to confuse people. Just just look at the link in the bio. <laughs> yes. We're, F.u.niversity. Niversity. There we go. On the Instagram. It was a struggle to get an IG handle. All right. It really was. And with that, 
And with that said, y'all, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Again, Blaine Lotus, thank you so fucking much for joining us. I'm glad that you got to come on to hear Sir Benji's. Thank you. And of course, Miss Yasmin, just everybody, just remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. I think this is hands down one of the best episodes of the year so far. That's it. We out. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes.